everybody. Welcome back to the great and terrible AHS. We're doing the second half of uh, birth, (laughs) I think. (laughs) This is birth, right? And the next one is... Yeah. Is it after birth or mm-hmm. rebirth? I can after. never remember. After birth, which after is worse. Birth, they went for the original Binding of Isaac shit. Okay, word, word, word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're continuing to talk through this episode. Um, last time we ended on uh, Ben Harmon deciding, I am going to go to the psych ward and help my wife, I guess, <laughs> after uh, Billy Dean, the TV psychic, uh, told Tate to leave, please. <laughs> um, so yeah, should we, since it's a part two, should we just get to it? Probably. Yeah, yeah. We'll hop right in there. The people, the people want to know what happens next in the. They want to know how Ben story. Harmon's character changes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I feel like it's promising that the very first word of the very first note of this half of the episode that I have <laughs> is just help in all caps. <laughs> um. It's because I was distressed when I wrote this note. So remember in the last episode how um, Ben forced Violet to get in the car and um, Violet's like, no, my tummy hurts um, instead of just not not being there because she's a ghost. Um, and then she disappeared out of the back seat. Well, that's going to get brought up again to my uh, to my distress. It's going to get brought up again. Um, so Vivian's just like casually packing her stuff up which is weird like it that in and of itself is weird like it's like she's packing up like she's been staying at a hotel Mm -hmm. um but they're letting her pack her stuff up um and the very first thing that she says it's it's vivian and there's ben um just together and she's like why didn't violet come and then ben responds to that with she's been having a tough time um which would make sense if um the he last didn't interaction her in the back seat of the <laughs> yeah. car yeah yeah and, and forcibly put her in location <laughs> and also she didn't magically vanish from the back seat and some of you may be thinking well maybe he just didn't realize that she wasn't back there no later in the episode he will verbally acknowledge that he did notice that she wasn't back there while driving to the psych ward um, <laughs> yeah it's and very he just confusing assumed- he just assumed his teenage daughter became fucking Houdini, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, it, that's bad enough. That in and of itself is bad enough. But this happens to two different characters in this television show where a human being, as far as they are aware, is in the backseat of a vehicle, and then they're just not in the backseat of a vehicle, and then the person who's driving is like, huh, weird and then doesn't follow up on it at all doesn't think it's weird they did because like listen no matter how sneaky you are no matter how sneaky you are if you're in a car you know if someone opens the door right behind you like you can't do that silently I, I like to think the security guard was like, oh, yeah, I'm illegally detaining someone. Maybe uh, maybe this was actually working out well for me. Maybe this <laughs> yeah. was a boon. But, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. It's totally. Do you think Do you think Hayden's ghost taught Violet's ghost to do this? Do you think that was like tech? She's like, hey, yeah, you wouldn't think it worked, but it worked for me one time. <laughs> so, like, maybe it'll work for you, too. And Men your are pretty dumb. <laughs> your dad's pretty stupid. I fucked him a few times. Like, I know how dumb he is. <laughs> Oh my god. So anyway, um he I guess he just accepted that she phased out of the vehicle and was like, "Damn, that kid's going through it. Uh being bullied at school gives you weird superpowers, I guess." Um and then the doctor comes in, and I hope everybody's ready for one of the most baffling <laughs> and infuriating interactions between a set of characters. Um, everybody, gird your loins. I'm about to be Team Ben Harmon for the first time in history. Are you ready to meet Johnny Malpractice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, the doctor, I don't remember the doctor's name. He's only in this scene, and he's Johnny never seen ever again. Yeah, yeah Johnny right. Malpractice, Malpractice comes in. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and he's like... He's like, hey, man, um, Mr. Harmon, have you uh, have you maybe talked to your wife uh, about not leaving this medical facility until she has the babies, which isn't great. She shouldn't have the babies in a psych ward, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then Vivian like cuts him off and um, gives us a new, more confusing time frame for how pregnant she is, which is that she confirms that she is 
six months pregnant. And I have a very elaborate note here saying, I'm not doing the math for this. I know this isn't right based on all the other things we've seen. I can feel it in my bones, but I'm not looking it up. I'm not making up a timeline for this show. <laughs> it's not what, I won't give yeah. this. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like it's not, it's so wrong and ridiculous. It's not worth my time to prove it. You know what I it, mean? It's like yeah. they didn't write like actual dates into the script so they just had the actors ad lib it they're like how pregnant do you think vivian is to the actress who plays vivian it's like when someone's lying so obviously to you like i'm not even going to dignify this by showing that you're it's like so you know what i mean like it's just i'm just gonna keep it yeah i'm just gonna keep a mental note that you're a fucking liar (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) exactly like this is not (laughs) the first time we've done this american horror story you've told me how many ever not all right i'm not a fool okay which also, um, if in case the audience has forgotten, which I doubt they have, because um, every character brings it up as much as humanly possible and ghostly possible, um, Vivian is pregnant with two babies, not just one, two babies. And I don't know if you've ever seen a lady who's pregnant with two babies. Um, it's noticeable. Uh, it's noticeable that <laughs> yeah. they're at least uh, pregante, at the very least. Uh, at six months? Absolutely. You would you would see some uh you don't is what I'm getting at is um in the psych ward scene, not not Brigante. Um, I mean if we're assuming babies are linear, which they're not, but like for the <laughs> sake of simplicity, let's assume a baby is linear. That's two thirds of the baby creation procedure complete. Yeah. And there's dose babies. So according <laughs> to my math, there should be she should be at least four thirds pregnant, is what yeah. I'm saying. No, <laughs> you're correct. You are correct, yes. <laughs> That's the thing that's... mm. That's baby math right there. Um, And so here's where things are about to get batshit insane. Um, So the doctor is like... Hey man, one of your babies is like way more, uh, way more done than the other one is. Like he could pay taxes and shit. That's a full <laughs> <Sir>. grown man. <laughs> Sir, one of your babies is built different. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's bad. <laughs> uh, we gotta get that bad boy out of there. He's like ready to come out right now. Um, not even like premature or anything. He's just like he's done. Yeah, he's done cooking. He's set. just ready. The other one, no. But that one, yeah, we gotta get him out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, this is not treated. <laughs> As like a huge deal for some reason, um, which there are, I'm sure, circumstances that do lead to this happening. They they explain it by saying like one, the doctor's like, hey, one of you, one of the babies is eating the other one or something. Um, yeah. He refers to one of them specifically as the alpha, which is a a god awful way to put that. <laughs> very um, funny, <laughs> very funny way this to put it. Yeah, your Chad baby. <laughs> I feel like this is also before, like, that was, like, kind of an in vogue kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, before it was, like, the du jour sort of, like, I don't know, senpai thing. I don't know, whatever you'd call it. You know what I mean? Like, so it's totally, uh, yeah. absolutely weird. I was going to say, how many how many weeks would six months be? That'd be, like, 20, 20 to 24, 24 weeks or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About 24 is fair. Wouldn't, isn't that usually, like, the exact line for... We might maybe be able to keep this kid alive. This baby is made of super glass at this point. Like that is like as premature as a premature baby can be, yeah, and like maybe have if, a chance, right? As opposed to fully grown Satan baby that's like sitting in there flexing, being like, yeah. "I'm a man. I'm 40." Not nah, Ty. I'm sorry. You're thinking of beta babies. We have established as an alpha yeah. baby that can survive. Oh, real, real Satan giga chat in there. Real Sigma behavior from a Satan baby. <laughs> Uh, and um, this baby's not interested in anything. How could I not fuck him? <laughs> <laughs> um, and Ben Harmon, for once in his entire human life, is like, uh, "Hey, Vivian, maybe you should have told me about this, and um, maybe we should deal with it." Which, uh, again, for the first time ever, Ben's right. Actually, um, if one of your babies <laughs> yeah. is fully done at six months, and the other one's getting eaten. By the other one, yeah, that's something you address like immediately. I think it's not a let's play it by ear, fuck it, we ball yeah. type situation. Also, the doctor like definitely does not get across like the severity of the situation and doesn't like properly explain the possible impact here because like yeah, 
it's apparently a pregnancy that's going so poorly that there's a chance it could kill the mother. Uh, ask me how I know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, th- instead of saying like, you know what, we'll transfer you to you know the nearest hospital that's like in network that you like or whatever, you know, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Move to a medical facility where they have tools to keep you alive if this weird baby situation does in fact turn into a weird baby situation like it appears to be yeah um, uh, not to be like that guy because i know that like the mental health institutions in the united states are absolutely hot garbage but like terrible yeah she is still in the psych ward she's not left yet you'd think that like if it was that urgent um that the doctor specifically the psychiatric doctor who is treating her could be like hey um she was admitted here because she was a danger to the people around her and she's actively endangering not only herself but two unborn children um she needs to stay here she can't leave like anything that ben did to quote unquote pull some strings to get her out of there for good behavior or whatever i feel like would be overridden by them being like um no, she's actively still trying to do harm to herself and others, so, so keep her here. Because the other key here is um, her plan is not simply to, uh, you know, like, go stay with some family nearby or whatever, you know, like, live it. No, she's going to fly from California to Florida. Don't mind me, just going to get on a quick six-hour <laughs> flight when I've got the duality of Danger Baby in me. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I mean, she's been on record going to Obgen for problems along the way, too, you know? And also, like, and she miscarried already. That was the whole crux of the show in episode one. And, and like, what pull could Ben have? He's new to the state. You know what I mean? He's obviously not a great therapist that he's, like, speaking at conferences where it's renowned Ben Hart. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, I'm a therapist like you. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. You know? Like, (laughs) ridiculous. Yeah, but they let Vivian just straight up say, "We'll deal with it in Florida." Which oh, again, then, this is yeah. not a this is not a Florida situation. This is a and, deal with it now. But my but I, did we get to the favorite line from the doctor from Doctor Malpractice yet? <laughs> it's like, no, that's that's the yeah. last line of the scene. I know exactly what you're gonna say. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you mean where he goes? Well. I'm on the record. <laughs> Have a good one. That's like literally comedy sketch doctor dialogue. Yeah, you know, like, so like I got no, paid anyway. There's a second half to that punchline, which is the very last thing he says as the scene is transitioning out, where he goes, Mr. Harmon, you better start checking to see if there's a medical doctor on your flight. Which, first of all, <laughs> how would Ben Harmon do that? Even if that was a good own. It's just so funny that, like, he's like, yeah, no, it's a really bad idea. You shouldn't do it. Well, oh, I'm well, out. My yeah. hands are <laughs> yeah. tied. Good I got luck. A, I got a golf game. Take easy. <laughs> like, you can't force treatment on a patient in, like, most circumstances, but you do have to, like, pretty adequately explain the dangers of what they are deciding to take on by foregoing immediate treatment, um, which I don't think was done up to task <laughs> which is if you disagree with me get ready to eat your hat at the end of this fucking episode <laughs> and also like the the whole like the stage that they set for this scene is that like obviously vivian has not told ben this which means vivian is aware of the information ben is not um all of the other doctors ever in this television show, especially related to this pregnancy, have had zero qualms about um, informing Ben about everything about the pregnancy, even things they are allegedly not supposed to let him know about. <laughs> I, I was going to say, the one person did say, well, I shouldn't do this. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my thing it. is, like, this, is, this feels like the kind of thing you can tell people the parent mm-hmm. as long as like there's not like a restraining order yeah, involved or something exactly. there has to, i think there has to be like special court stuff you know like yeah that's like hey otherwise yeah yeah <laughs> it just seems like ben would have been made aware if ben was made aware of things he wasn't supposed to know it feels like someone would have told ben this before but the show needs us for whatever reason to not have ben know until this one moment and don't worry um, this plot resolves itself by the end of this episode. So, in fact, it will resolve itself in the next few scenes. So don't worry about it. Um, speaking of scenes, we're in the next one now. <sighs> Are you ready for um, American Horror Story to somehow shoot themselves in the <laughs> foot uh, seven years before they make another season? Because they're Am- about yeah, to. Aren't I? 
<laughs> I, always. Every time I boot up an episode even, of the show. Listen, even if I, we weren't ready, it's going to happen. So, you yeah. know. <laughs> they managed to, like, shoot a bullet in orbit, have it do, like, multiple laps around the planet, and then, yeah, just land directly in their foot. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't, like, have to do this either. Like, not only, not only do they do a thing that owns themselves, like, seven years in the future, it also doesn't add anything no. to this season, no. which makes it extra insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very detailed um, sequence of events, too. So Billy Dean um, takes a shot of whiskey or some kind of liquor and is like, all right, listen, Constance and Violet, um, no ghost has ever been banished since 1590. Um, I, I know everything about ghosts. Um, we get a successful, quote unquote, Roanoke call forward, um, where she tells the story of the colony of Roanoke. You guys may be familiar um, with our last season of the Great and Terrible AHS, um, where he, they, where what Billy Dean says happened is that uh, a bunch of Native Americans in the area did a successful banishment of the entire colony <laughs> because they were ghosts and they were fucking shit up. Um, which kind of uh, completely invalidates season six because that would mean that there would be no ghosts in season six. Um, this, mm-hmm. and in case you guys are like, oh well, this is an anthology. Uh, it doesn't matter. No, no, they really, really want you to know that it's a connected universe in every season. Um, they're very adamant I, that yeah. it's a connected universe. I, I reject any notion that they had multiple seasons planned in advance. Like they can't even get the pregnancy timeline down. So this seems to me like they just throw a bunch of shit at the wall and make the continuity work after the fact or try to. But yeah, that's yeah, my- absolutely. <laughs> I think that most of it is just like they didn't expect there to be any kind of positive like reaction to this. So when people were like, yeah, this is good. They were like, "Uh oh, well, <laughs> now, now we got to make more. Well, we didn't plan a season two. So I guess it's going to be an anthology. <laughs> my my thing is that I think they love to like do these little like what happened in real life things. So they're just kind of flexing some history with like Roanoke. And then like a few years later, reviewing some footage like, oh, you know what? We could look real smart here. That's how cynical I am toward American. Yeah. <laughs> so like right. the gist of the story that she tells is uh that billy dean tells is that like the the shitty ghosts in roanoke um which we know to be shitty from season six um were causing a ruckus and the native americans were like this shit sucks so they took like personal belongings of the people who had died like they dig they dug up the bodies or whatever um and then they banished them by having by summoning them with their item, their their like real world item, um, and then saying Croatoan, another thing you may recognize from season six as being the word that worked one time to banish one ghost, the most bannable ghost in <laughs> one, one ghost that you could also banish with like a bat or like a really good <laughs> or yelling kick. at him, yeah, just kind of hollering <laughs> yeah. at him a little bit. Hey, hey, get out of here, stinky. <laughs> and then he'd yeah. wiggle away because that was Pig Man. Um, and then Constance looks at Violet and is like, now you know what you have to do. Like, it's Violet's job to do this. And I'm like, I've Violet's taught you a ghost. everything I know. Godspeed. Yeah. Like, does this, do, are ghosts allowed to banish other ghosts? Why don't you or Constance do this? You're a medium. You know what's in the Pope's box. Why are you making Violet the ghost, <laughs> the teenage oh. ghost do this? Also, Violet the Teenage Ghost, when she does this, um, steals, like, the ghost items off the ghost. Like, she steals <laughs> Chad's watch off of the ghost, Chad. So it's not, like, <laughs> that's his that's actual point. relic. You're right. I didn't even realize oh, that. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I have a huge chunk of notes about it later in the in the notes because I was tilted at that scene. <laughs> uh, so... Violet just accepts that this is her job now, um, and it will be for the rest of the episode. So Tate goes in. So that's what what Ty just said. They have to steal an item from both Chad and Patrick. Um, should it be a real life item? Yes. Do they have any way of reconciling that on the show? Because they made a fucking ghost do this. No. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to steal a ghost item. Um, Tate goes into the nursery and starts being homophobic to Patrick, as he is known to do. Sure. Um, and Patrick, for the first time since it actually happened, acknowledges that he was hate-crimed by Tate and is like, hey, that fucking sucked. You suck. You're a bad person. And Tate's like, yeah, you're right. Um, what if we kissed a little? And Patrick is the 
only other character in this show that has a brain cell. Uh, Tate tries to like full like do a seduction thing on Patrick too. And Patrick's just like, no man. And then beats the (laughs) shit out of him. Just punches the hell out of this little asshole. Finally, someone. And Tate's really weird and gross about it. He's like, "Mm, harder. I like it harder. And uh, like, that's the worst thing to hear when you're beating someone up. Um, real creep shit. Uh, but Patrick beats the shit out of him, and then Patrick's kind of like yelling at him while he's beating him up, and he's like, "Because of you, I died here. I'm stuck with the man that I don't love." Yada yada yada. Yeah, like I was gonna leave. I had a plan. I was out of here, and then you fucking killed me with a hate crime, and now I'm stuck here forever. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Chad walks in and goes. Wait, you don't love me? Even though that's like the whole setup for their whole existence also, is that they don't, they clearly yeah. don't really love each other that much. Like that's the whole crux. Yo, and they, yeah. they've been like together now for like 20 years in eternity, roughly, right? Am I getting that? Maybe 10? Like that's never come up. 10 at now. most, yeah. yeah. Come on, it's a decade. You know, like you would probably let that shit slip in your loveless death marriage. Also, they already knew. Yeah. Because like he knew he was cheating on him. This wasn't like a surprise. That was, again, part of the crux because they were going to be cool with having them in the house until they decided they weren't going to adopt because they found out they don't love each other and hate each other. It's almost like that's why they died. (laughs) Yeah, and also um, Patrick still leaves every Halloween to, like, bang other guys. Like, that's a thing that they even mention in this episode. So, like, this is something, this is an established character trait. So Chad being like, oh, no, um, which to to his credit later in in another scene that we'll get to eventually, um, Chad does kind of, like, reflect and is like, yeah, this is just me trying to, like, Chad is very, like, uh not narcissistic but like he is very um there's a word is it is it type a like he's very like he has to be in control of everything and he's very like yeah yeah and so he doesn't really like necessarily consider the opinions of other people and sometimes forgets that other people uh also Mm -hmm. get to have a say in things so i think um I think they kind of address that by having Chad kind of self-reflect in a later scene being like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I just got delusional again and thought that what I wanted what was what was what everybody else wanted. Uh, but I'm I'm better now. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> Patrick is like, oh, no, Chad heard me, which, by the way, why do the ghosts even bother walking around the house? They can like they can teleport or whatever. Um but Patrick runs out of the room, and then Tate does a funny little "Where in the world's Carmen San Diego?" <laughs> and pulls out Patrick's wedding ring. Patrick's wedding ring, by the way, Patrick's wedding ring. Um, because later Chad will refer to Patrick as his boyfriend. They can literally not get one continuity thing also- straight at all. <laughs> So you might before say, well, the watch that Violet steals may have just been another relic that was somewhere else in the house that, you know, Violet knew about when she was being a little weird teen and digging around. No, this is just the wedding ring that was explicitly on the ghost. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's no debating this one. You see him take it off of the ghost and then smirk and be like, nice, I got his ghost (laughs) ring. This counts as a real relic for some reason. (laughs) And then, like... So Tate's like, ah, ha, ha, I did the thing that I came in here to do. And I'm like, what if Patrick hadn't beaten you up? Like, was the original plan the seduction thing? And like, yeah, when, when you guys were making out, you were going to like slip his ring off of him like David Blaine. Like, I, f- I feel like, yeah, I feel like they're kind of hinting. At, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think they're trying to like do the whole like Tate's homophobic, but he's secretly gay. thing. You know what I mean? Really hard thing. And it's I, that's imagining making out with David Blaine and in between passionate kisses. He just goes, watch, watch. And then like my shirt comes off. <laughs> Holy shit, oh David Blaine. That's why oh I love you. <laughs> watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And. So, where did my anal we- beats go? Oh, David Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> David Blaine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you put him back. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Me on the plane ride back home. Whoa. Uh, um yeah this is also the first time we see a ghost beat up another ghost so like we don't have any evidence uh, until now that ghosts can do harm to other ghosts like physically Uh, i mean i guess we saw hayden stab 
Constance's husband, but that's it. I feel it. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing they add later when they are like, kind of like, well, we need ghosts to be able to do something to each other. You know what I mean? To like kind of resolve conflicts and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make sense. And it's like a thing that's like, yeah, ghosts can fight each other now. And it's like, I thought (laughs) they were. And then, you know, that's just my own little personal take on it. But we'll see more of it later to see if that's true or not. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, get, get, get ready for, um, I'm not the events TM. <laughs> I'm not I'm um, not ready for any of it, even though <laughs> the Harmons are home. Um Ben yeah. and Vivian pull up to the house. Vivian is now um at least five months more visibly pregnant than she was in the last scene. So I guess they decided to put the prosthetic on for this scene. They didn't for the last <laughs> one. One of the babies got really puffy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> one of the babies got real real buff on the way here. Um <laughs> Vivian's like, go get Violet. We're going to Florida. Um, And he does. Uh, And then she starts having what I assume is contractions in the car. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Just general screaming more than anything else. Not (laughs) really showing any other like signs other than is pregnant and is having that kind of like slow build up confused yell where she's like, "Uh," (laughs) every time. Woman who has had a baby before, confused by how having a baby feels. <laughs> I forgot, you're right, it's so funny. Because, like, yeah, I feel like if you've had contractions and had water breaking and stuff, you would be able to be like, oh, yep, that's that. Yep. <laughs> like, I feel Let like you'd me be able tell to you. identify it instantly. The first <sighs> time I ever felt like my uterus cramping, I knew what that felt like for the rest of my life. Like, that's not the kind of thing that you ever misidentify as a different thing, I promise. <laughs> Uh, and um, now that's the only interaction we get with the Harmons for now. Um, and then Violet comes in to talk to Tate and she has Chad's watch and she says, why does a ghost need a watch? Um, which is a point that I was going to make earlier, which is do ghost items count for the banishing? Um, she says that he takes it off to paint, um, which is whatever. Um, but this like hard, hardly def- like extremely defines that these are not their real items from their real bodies. This is their items, which as far well, as I'm aware, at least we don't get any information. But like, I don't think the bodies got removed from the house. So like, hypothetically, their bodies are still around, I would I would think. Um, I would assume they got cut up by Charles and disposed probably. of by Charles because he can't help himself. Yeah, yeah, he probably had a, a great time. I mean, um, in general, yeah. Sorry, God. Well, oh. I was gonna say is uh, this goes back to our fucked up timeline. Um, when they died, like Larry was in the picture, but like Constance and Larry weren't super involved in the house when Chad and Patrick lived there. So this was all a Tate thing. So Tate couldn't have like asked Larry to dispose of the body. I don't think, but that's probably thinking too much into it. I know the writers didn't put yeah. as much thought into it, so um, seems like it would have been easier just for the writers to well, be like, uh, "Well, just the we'll find their found bodies. The bodies." Right yeah. for that one because they mm-hmm. thought it was like a homicide suicide. Yeah. Correct. Um, so I guess maybe the bodies weren't there, but still, um, that means we have to now believe that the ghost items will work for the exact same thing that the Roanoke, uh, the Roanoke thing was, which is not uh, what Billy Dean said, but. Oh, well, um, also, uh, what if a ghost, so, like, is the tech to die with no personal belongings on you? Like, is if that I the die tech? nude, you can't banish me, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you have to hold that. If I die without any personal items, then you can't summon me back. Like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> that's but the ghost tech. It's just, yeah. It's, like, it's just problematic, though, too, because it's, like, I obviously get, you have to have some lines for, like, clothes and shit, but it, it gets into this whole, like, so they can interact with physical things or, you know what I mean? And all that. And what do you bring with you? It's just crap. And why did we have to do that? You know, whatever. Yeah. It's like. They wanted to mention the Roanoke ghosts. Um, now Fair, yeah. Ben has decided that. <laughs> ben has realized his daughter vanishing from his car is not normal. <laughs> uh, not enough so that he actually like stopped and looked for her or anything. He was just like, huh, weird. And then just, I guess, kept driving when he noticed that she wasn't there in the car anymore. Um, Incredible parenting, 
as always, from as Ben always. Harmon. Right, I was going to say par for the course, really, yeah. Is this where he claims where he's just like, oh, yeah, I assumed you just jumped, or he's like, I can't believe you jumped out at the first red no, light or like something like that. he doesn't even say that. He just says, I stopped at a red light and looked back and you weren't there, which doesn't even imply that like she got <laughs> out there. It's just that he like kept driving and she <laughs> like, right? didn't talk like, and he was like, oh, she's probably fine. And he didn't bother looking back there until he stopped the car at a stoplight or something. It, yeah, I hate Ben Harmon. Um, so <laughs> they're gonna have an interaction where, to be fair to Ben, um, he reacts how probably most people would if their daughter was doing this. I'm so sorry to the actress who plays Violet. She's great in other stuff. She's real bad in this scene, like really bad. Um, so Violet decides this is the correct time to mention to Ben that she's dead. Um. She's like, Dad, I can't get on the plane to Florida. I'm dead. I killed myself. TSA is going to uh, have an issue with this, I think. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, this is not. I don't think that I'm going to be allowed on the plane. I'm not going to show up on the scanners. It's it's going to be a whole deal. Um, and Ben is like, I don't have time to unpack all that. Um, are you on drugs? Which, to be fair... Yeah, that that's kind of what it seems like with how she's acting. Um, I yeah, if if, it, if I had a teenage child and they yeah. were acting unbelievably wild and like claiming they were dead and screaming at me, I'd be like, "Hey, you either are having a mental health thing or are on drugs." Yeah. And I, as your parent, need to know which of the two so I yeah. can handle it appropriately. And like <laughs> she, yeah. she, I cannot overstate because it's such bad acting that I can't replicate it. But like she's not acting like a devastated soul, like trying to reach out to her living father. I'm dead. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. I can't leave the house. Like she's talking like how if someone was having a bad trip on drugs might try to explain to other people what they are experiencing. No, the hat man is outside. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, to again, to Ben Harmon's credit, he asks the question that I probably also would ask, which is, what drugs are you on and when did you take them? Um... And then he decides we just we fucking don't have time for this and starts to like drag her outside again. Um, And then Vivian is fucking screaming and honking the horn because of the contractions. And Constance hears this um, and comes to her aid um, and helps her back in the house. She's like, we got to have the babies in the house. Um, And Vivian's like, no. And I'm like, I don't really think I think you're at the point where you don't get to like your your options are the lawn or the house at this point. Like we're past yeah. going to the hospital, I believe. Yeah. And we're past going to Florida for sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're not getting on the you plane. Made a, you made a bad choice and like I, as much as I don't think you should have to go into the you know what? Maybe ask Constance, be like, Constance, I would like to go into your house. <laughs> like that would be the other choice. Right. But. Man, someone else being in Constance's house instead of Constance being in their house would be a real plot twist for the penultimate episode. <laughs> Character of, growth, yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> Vivian's like, no, the babies are, they can't be born. It's too soon. And Constance is like, we are way past that. They yeah. are, they're on the way. You um, don't get a say in this, really. Sorry. Yeah. You know, like, like you, you cannot make those babies. She literally says, like, you cannot make the babies stay inside. When they decide it's time to come out, it's time to come out. Um, and within 15 minutes of the doctor saying it, he has proven correct. She should have stayed at the hospital. Um, the payoff is instantaneous in universe as well. Um, Violet is still trying to convince Ben that she killed herself, um, as they're, like, being, like, pulled down the stairs, and then Vivian comes in screaming and is like, the babies are coming. Ben cannot get service on his cell phone, um, and he knows they have a landline, and I was confused why he doesn't just use that, but then eventually he does, because we see him on the landline a lot during this season, actually. Um, then he tries the landline, and it's busy, question mark? Um, hospital's full hospital's busy (laughs) no sorry we got we already we're full sorry well like he doesn't even get to dial a number he just like picks up the phone and there's a busy signal like when you used to try and use the internet and the phone at the same time all of phones are busy all of phones are busy right now phones are full no more (laughs) sorry that's why your cell phone doesn't work either um the show makes no effort to explain why the phones don't work. Um, so I guess we're just meant to assume the ghosts are fucking right. with it. Horror um, bones, which, right. But 
this is this goes back to the can the ghosts internet thing, which if the ghosts can fuck with technology like this, this opens up so many more plot holes. Like so many. That you know what it is too? Like that's the thing, like, because in other horror, at least like you have a hint of like, oh, the house is doing it besides like someone just telling you the house is behind all of it. You know what I mean? Like, if there were other demonic forces at play, which should have been the case all along with a haunted fucking house and not like ghost rules and ghost universe shit, like you have an out. It kind of works better, but here it's you know, it's American horror story. Yeah, I th- I think what they're trying to do, I'm I'm assuming this is really the only thing it could be, is um they're trying to be like this is all the reasons why Ben Harmon can't just take his wife to the hospital, um because oh, then yeah, he no. looks outside. <laughs> um, you know who I've missed for six episodes? Um, the two shitty Ricky Bobby ghost kids. Uh, haven't seen them since Halloween, but they're here now. Um, destroying Ben's car with a baseball bat. Um. I, I guess they can do that. Uh, and they're active. They are actively menacing Ben Harmon. Um, so like they fuck up his car. They fuck up his car, but like, it's drivable. Um, also, why are they like, helping? That too. I don't know why they're helping with this. I guess they just wanted the like the opportunity to break shit. But you'd think if you were a shitty Ricky Bobby kid ghost, you'd just do that all the time anyway. But, yeah. Because so, who's gonna stop you? No, for sure. I, I guess, like, what I was trying to get at, too, is, like, if you, you have a haunted house, like, just have the door not open. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, again, if Hay had done things like that throughout the whole season, we'd be fine. We don't need this ridiculous, okay, let's have all the ghosts have a little reunion now where they're all helping keeping to keep this baby in the house, which is, like, yeah. one last heist for the Ocean's Eleven crew yeah. ghosts. <laughs> Isn't this, like, um, the Antichrist or something, too? Shouldn't, like, Satan be helping out? We don't need, like, Ricky and Bobby to break the car or, like, you know... <laughs> Like the 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 exterminator guy to be like snipping the phone line like right behind the house like he he gotcha you know like whatever because yeah what they were trying to do right was like a is it or is it not mystery of like the house's influence the problem being they gave us a lot of very like concrete solid examples of it isn't yeah. and then like <laughs> none of it is like the straight up the one that will always get me is. The initial moment of the house clearly having influence over Ben Harmon and him just mysteriously walking around, yep. putting his hand on a stove or whatever. And then they're like, oh, no, that was just Moira had fucking laudanum, yeah. I guess. And was laudanuming hey, and like hypnotically influencing you, him, which, <laughs> yeah. Would you like to get more mad about that exact thing? Um, because I'm going to mention our old pal Baby Larry when he was a funny little guy. Uh If you'll remember, um, the first time Ben Harmon did that, um, when Larry accosted him in the park, he goes, I bet you've been waking up around your house, haven't you? The house is evil. You've probably been really attracted to, like, fire, haven't you? Um, very heavily implying that not only will the house make you do what Ben Harmon was doing, but also drive you to be, like, connected to fire in some way, like Larry in some way. Um, <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> That's right. But Larry Larry doesn't know Moira is laudaning um Ben. Um and so he's giving this like context that isn't fucking real, that doesn't mean anything. And like he's just making shit up that happens to be exactly what is happening. Yeah, right, cuz yeah. later on like that's the house isn't even really what made Larry do the stuff, you know? Yeah. And, like, so, actually, huh. actually, like, Larry would technically, I guess, be... He's, actually, he's not a ghost, right? Because he's just, like, no. a guy. Yeah. He's, like, burned. He doesn't He doesn't even... He shouldn't even really like fire, technically. He got, <laughs> he's just a burn victim. Yeah, he's not like, a ghost. <laughs> yeah, I brought that up in the in the um, ha- not right, the haunted yeah. house, the uh, open house episode, because he gets w- really weird about the fireplace. He's like, mm, good fireplace. May I please light the fireplace? He, 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 he. And it's like, all right, so he's a little fire gremlin, Which, I guess. Is that would make sense if they were doing the whole ghosts have an inclination towards yeah. the thing that either caused or was surrounding their death thing like again with Moira and the seductress stuff except he's not a ghost <laughs> he's just a, an injured man <laughs> and now he's in jail um so anyway going back to the Ricky Bobby kids <laughs> um they're fucking up Ben's car which is still drivable but they just fly past that I thought you were gonna say, um, which is still funny sorry <laughs> <laughs> it is still funny um 
My, I had a thought here. Um, so we very clearly see Nora stop Infantata from turbo murdering Tate at the beginning of this episode. Why didn't Nora stop Infantata from turbo murdering the two shitty Ricky Bobby kids? Because they suck. <laughs> yeah. But, but then she would be stuck with them for eternity. So wouldn't she have more of an incentive to make sure that they didn't die there? This was still Nora in her constantly in a state of the vapors phase. <laughs> but this was before Tate. This was 30 years before Tate. Um, <laughs> she really had the vapors. <laughs> she got she better felt, for a little while. She felt bad about the kids and when Tate, yeah, then she's like, oh, I should have yeah. done something. All right. This time. Fool me once. She's like, I'm not getting stuck with more <laughs> shitty kids. Once. Yes. <laughs> and then Violet tells Constance that her mom can't give birth here because there's obviously hella ghosts that want to steal the babies. And Constance is like, well, then go do the fucking banishing. That's your job. What are you doing? Um, and then the power goes out because we have to do all of the horror tropes. Um, I, there's no reason the power should go out, by the way. Like, all the other stuff, like, vaguely makes sense as to, like, okay, well, the phones are so they can't call for help. The car is so they can't drive away. Uh-huh. The power going out, um, doesn't do anything. It's spooky. <laughs> it's so it's more spooky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they forgot. They forgot it's a horror but- show again. Uh... <laughs> And then um, Constance is like, it's time. Um, ben just kind of accepts all of this that's happening. And he accepts that there's like a weird man in his living room. And the weird man is Charles Montgomery um, dressed up as an old timey doctor. Um, <laughs> why are we? For, first of all, we have many reasons to not trust Charles Montgomery around a baby. Um, but also like Charles Montgomery's whole deal was that he makes unbabies. Uh mm-hmm after they've been born and before um so why are we letting him deliver a baby (laughs) look his deal is just that he can't perform a medical operation without generating at least one corpse (laughs) and i think you will find he does his job he he makes this quota right yeah (laughs) Yeah. He, he does uh, uh, spectacular this time around. He's like, well, I'm on record when somebody dies. Yeah. Um, also, we have introduced a new gameplay mechanic in this scene that came out of nowhere, which is Ben Harmon just very smoothly going with it and rolling with the punches, <laughs> but then in the back of his mind having like extreme late 90s advertising flash flash moments of just like no 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 just like yelling about stuff so he'll just be like it's fine vivian all these people are here to help you and then it flashes him to being like who are these people in my house and like again this would be something if we had done this ever before (laughs) the second to last episode of the series like 10 minutes before the end Uh. it's time to drug a pregnant lady um they do this like three times for the record like they're trying to show that like ben is having some disconnect with what's going on but instead it just is like yeah the writers couldn't figure out a way to have ben go with this so we just made ben go with this and then showed that he actually doesn't want it (laughs) Uh, yeah all right, well, Charles um, Charles gives Vivian ether for her pain, which I don't know enough about ether to know whether or not you should give it to a pregnant lady or if it's for um, pain. Most forms of uh, uh, like anesthetic general. before, mm-hmm. like, injections, pretty risky in general, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, in general, like, even... Um, like chloroform has a thing called sudden sniffers death which is just like there's a chance that you genetically will die instantly on contact with chloroform which that is real (laughs) like you'll just stop and not start back up so like yeah in general you don't want to have this sounds crazy you don't want a pregnant mother huffing drugs generally speaking (laughs) i think like i'm not an expert at all like you i know you know more than me but like I would say, I think it's, like, also, like, most of the anesthesia for pregnancy is, even back then, is, like, local, because you want the Mm -hmm. person aware, you know what I mean, to, like, push and not, and all that. push. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't want somebody Unless it's, like, a C-section or something. Yeah, 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 exactly right. Yeah, sorry. Good point. 
but it's not. Mm. So, Which yeah. it's not, because yeah. they mentioned, like, it's crowning, and we're definitely pulling this bad boy through the vagina. I yeah, believe yeah. <laughs> Charles Montgomery straight up says, oh, we're taking that baby right out of the hoo-ha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no cuts required. No fuss, uh, no muss. Give me that kid. Yep. <laughs> so this is another great example of them um, clearly recording scenes or editing scenes in the wrong order, because... She fully has one of the babies. Mm-hmm. Like, we get a whole sequence of her having one of the babies. And then it, like, rewinds <laughs> a little bit. Um, and she's like, there's another. She literally says, there's another baby. So she said, you wouldn't say that unless one was already out of you. Like, that's not the kind of thing you say unless another baby is coming. Um, and then betwixt that and what happens next we get a really weird long flashback of violet being born mm-hmm. i don't know why we got this sequence um who who could say um i guess to establish the final scene of this episode which we will get yeah. to it's literally to remind you like vivian is violet's mom <laughs> i think which is yeah. hilarious they need to be because like they're about to imply that there is some like grand bond between Vivian and Violet. Yeah. Um, I think we've seen a moment of this once after they had the break yeah. in and they were like briefly kind of bonded together. But other than that, these two characters have barely interacted. <laughs> like, and it's I been tumultuous really... at best. Like, granted, she's a teenager, but it's been like. They don't she, have, like, what you would consider to be a great relationship. She told her, I think you're weak. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's huge. <laughs> like, that's like, go fuck yourself, mom. Actually, go fuck yourself, mom, you could probably put on teenager. Like, I, I think you are a weak woman who bent to the will of our piece of shit father is like, wow. I mean, you'd think, they, and maybe the bot, but yeah, maybe the home invasion fixed all that. Um, (laughs) which is what the writers are implying right it's like yeah that is what they want you to think that was that single episode violet doesn't respect her mother here's her character arc and conflict now she does solved but no anyway Uh, (laughs) and um so after that flashback um she gives birth to another baby and then charles montgomery is like this one's stillborn um and then gives this the quote-unquote stillborn one to nora and Nora takes it to Constance, and then he's like, you have another baby to push out. And I'm like, there's a third baby? Because she's already pushed one out, right? and then we got a flashback, and now there's another one. So is there a third baby? That's... Or did you just edit these in the wrong order? I, I thought I missed it, too, like, watching it. I was like, wait, I figured it was my mistake. I don't, that was my, my mistake was figuring it was my mistake, actually. But... Yeah, no, they just straight up edited these in the wrong order, and then nobody watched it back for continuity, I guess. Mm. But, like, they, she very clearly delivers a baby, says verbally, there's another one. There's a flashback scene. Charles delivers what is allegedly the first baby again. And it's like, it's stillborn. And then then he's like, you got to push out another baby. I genuinely had to like double take. Like, There's a third baby <laughs> um, <laughs> because of how it's like framed. Um, meanwhile, um, Violet's doing her job and is trying to banish Chad um, by throwing his watch into the furnace um, and yelling Croatoan. Uh, and much it, like in Roanoke, it's- it fails. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Chad has a little bit of a good time with it. First of all, when he sees her holding his watch, he goes, "Is that my fifteen hundred dollar watch? What the fuck?" <laughs> like, he says fifteen thousand. He says fifteen thousand dollar watch. Fifteen thousand dollar watch. Which, to like, be fair, if yeah. you were having trouble paying for the house or whatever, yeah, no, you weren't. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's just like, "Hey, that's my watch," and then she throws it in the fire and yells Croatoan, and he starts like doing full body shakes. And me like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, "I'm just fucking with you now. That doesn't work, stupid." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, Chad's pretty good in this episode, for what it's worth. Um, when he's not really, really stuck on apples, Chad's actually a pretty funny character. Apples, yams, uh, <laughs> forgetting that his uh, boyfriend slash husband doesn't love him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and this is where Chad has his moment of self-reflection and is like, because he's like throwing shit into the furnace and she's like, what is that? And he's like, I'm doing my own ritual. And he's like breaking down the cribs and throwing it away. And I'm like, hey, Chad, um, they're still babies. Like, just because you don't want them. Right. They still need a crib. Um, (laughs) but he's tearing down the cribs. 
Um, and he's like, yeah, I, uh, I remembered my boyfriend doesn't love me. Um, and he, again, he gives the speech that I said earlier. Um, and then he's like, oh, by the way, congratulations, because your boyfriend loves you. And he, he's like, by the way, your boyfriend fucking sucks. Uh, sucks that you're stuck with him forever. And Violet's like, no, he doesn't. He doesn't even remember that he did a yeah. school shooting. Doesn't does he say something along the lines of he's just like, he's like, yeah, you know, my my boyfriend doesn't love me, but um, your boyfriend does love you and, and is a monster. So that's probably yeah. actually worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, he says something to that effect. Um, but then Violet's like, no, he's better now. He doesn't even know he did like a school shooting and stuff. He hasn't shot um, up a school in like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he's better. He's and off then that wagon. Sorry. And I'm like. Even if that, what, even if that were the case, you just heard him call them slurs like two hours ago, um, and then Chad's like, "Well, is he a, was he a better person when he murdered me and my boyfriend?" Which this is where he explicitly says boyfriend, and I lose my mind mm-hmm. um, because nobody does any proofreading or continuity checks. Um, and then he's like, "Oh, by the way, uh, Tate is the one who assaulted your mom and is the father of one of the babies." and Violet, as predicted by Moira, um, decides that that is where the line is. <laughs> um, the school shootings and the hate crimes and the other murders, those are fine. Um, he, she draws the line at assaulting her mom. Um, remember the Vivian's having a baby? Uh, well, we're back there again. Um, I, okay, before, before we forget, it, it truly is brutal that they don't get continuous whether or not they are married or like boyfriend or whatever Mm -hmm. because that's like you didn't even write like a twitter bio for these characters like you could get the first 140 characters of information about this character if you gave me just that i would be more consistent than the writers of this show which is agonizing agonize like it's to the point of just like i'm ready for them to just start fucking up pronouns at random in confusing <laughs> ways like- <laughs> yeah um the second baby doesn't want to come out um i assume that the second ba- it's unclear i don't even remember it, i'm sure it gets explained but yeah it's unclear whether this is like the the one that lived or the one who died I, I don't know I don't if it's either. the devil baby or I not fi- it's just yeah. <laughs> like even like Sloby from the future is like wait where, what is this you know like yeah it's I didn't even remember that one of the babies was stillborn I'll be real yeah. I like totally forgot about that because well, they it, raise over it in the scene in such do. a confusing yeah. way no and what? they hand off the baby and have Nora react like oh what a lovely little alive baby yeah it's it's real <laughs> well that's intentional because like everybody's in on the stealing the baby shit so the stillborn thing this this isn't a spoiler. This is literally like what they're trying to imply um, is like, it's a lie. He lied. Like it's not a stillborn yeah. baby, but that means that they had to also come into contract with this baby to get it to not cry um, <laughs> or act like an yeah. alive baby that was just born. <laughs> um, because yeah, babies aren't really good at taking direction <laughs> early on. I find or like planning ahead in yeah. any capacity, especially uh, if they're in a mother's also- stomach. They also love screaming and crying whenever they see anything that is new or surprising to them. Like, oh, I don't know, the entire world for the first time. You know what? And like, <laughs> or a bunch of ghosts. Even if, by the way, even if Chad and um, the husband, boyfriend, whatever, Patrick, uh, you know, had the bad idea of let's have a stillborn baby or kill the baby to forever have this infant, like. This is a risky move for the ghost because if one of the babies actually is stillborn, you have a fucking newborn now who is here forever. Oh. Which, again, I know they didn't think oh. it through, but that's a real bad oh. idea. Yeah. Anyway. That does, that would you know be what? such a pain in the yeah. ass, man. <laughs> we, we, we didn't address it in the last episode, but that does... I'm about to make a really cursed statement. The... <laughs> You're in the, the right show plan- for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hypothetically, the plan that Patrick and Chad have could essentially land us in a boss baby type scenario. Because, like, the only reason <laughs> <laughs> that babies, like, scream and cry is because they don't know what's going on. But after, like, a hundred years of being a ghost baby, you would just learn to talk and stuff. Oh, so, my like, God. The connected universe. That- that brings in the question of do you need to physically develop the brain to be able to 
achieve higher level thought, which is a whole nother level of ghost <laughs> biophysics that I'm not, I'm not prepared to get into. Because <laughs> like, yeah, like, can ghosts form new neuron pathways? Like, this is an insane question <laughs> that brings up so many problems, Dang. but is like critical to the whole thing. Can a ghost form a neuron? Well, and if so, do ghosts have physicality? Or is there a ghost neuron? And if so, does it fire ghost electricity? So many questions to answer. Don't engage, don't engage, just, don't engage. But they, you know, they like... <laughs> Man, I missed when we were talking about David Blaine and anal beads. That was a simpler Slow time. Beef. Slow beef. Do you think there's ghost neurons? They, form, Do you have, they have memories. They get new memories. So there's new neural pathways, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. So boss baby. So I'm right. So it would be a boss baby situation. It would be a boss baby with a huge dome full of neurons. <laughs> that's, and else. that's how boss baby knows what a per diem is. That's how boss baby became <laughs> mega mind. Oh, it's so obvious. Oh. I hate it here. I fucking hate it here so much. Um, oh. <laughs> so Vivian's having the second baby um, And Dr. Montgomery keeps Like giving Ben information To relay to Vivian as if he's Not the same distance away from Vivian As Ben is um, So we, I guess they just needed Ben to say more lines They wanted more than <laughs> they, just yeah. Dr. Montgomery to talk in the scene They needed to have Yeah they needed to have Ben tied to the scene Because <laughs> Vivian is pretty indisposed Violet's in the basement um, So Without Ben being there to be like, oh, I'm witnessing all of this. We have no main characters that are really valuable vantage points and, involved in the main story of the show. And what makes no sense, too, by the way, is if Chad's so invested in the baby, like why he wouldn't be here because of the watch. You know what I mean? Like you're you're going to find your ghost watch probably. So, you know, whatever. But yeah, his 50- I mean, if, if my watch cost fifteen thousand dollars, I'd probably take it into the afterlife, too. Like, yeah, he makes a valid point. Um, Dr. Montgomery says to Ben, um, she's bleeding and it's like, yeah, Dr. Montgomery, she's actually covered in blood. If you just, um, look around you, she's covered in blood. Um, and Constance takes the other baby, which is not the stillborn one, I guess. And is like, I'm going to go clean this baby up. Bye. Um, and Ben's like, that's fine. I'm sure that Constance, the woman who has been nothing but evil and cruel to us, has good Vivian intentions. like, directly says, like, can I see it? Can I hold it? And Constance is like, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, was... I have to go do some stuff with this baby real quick. Yeah. And Vivian's like, okay. Yeah. Which... Uh, and then Ben's like, hey, is everything okay? And Charles does not answer. Um, Charles, as we know, is really bad at being a doctor and does not know how to <laughs> fix what's going on with Vivian in any capacity I guess the implication is that she's I don't know that she's bleeding out like we, I don't know anything about childbirth so I I, 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 I have imagine... to assume the Satan baby had some horns or something and just like really tore shit up on the way out but that's I, the but only explanation can you bleed to death from your can you bleed to death from your vagina is that a thing that you can do it can if, happen, it, if but... it's cutting up your insides on the way out if you have a bunch of internal bleeding internal bleeding will kill almost anyone if so there's why, enough of it why wasn't it cutting her up inside the womb Okay, okay. Yeah, Maybe the horns came out right on birth like it was like my time. <laughs> I mean, it's like a Pokemon evolving. I, exactly. I think you can like have, and again, this is just kind of like, I'm, I, whatever. I, I could be grain of salt. I think if you do, you can have like a bee where the head is like big enough that it like causes ta enough tearing on the way out that they have to like suture stuff, you know, and that's like, that's mm -hmm. like the husband stitch shit. But like, so I guess it could be possible that there is just sort of this like unlucky for lack of a better term position where the, the devil baby is like ripped enough that it's like, oh wait, this isn't normal. Ah, you're bleeding out, and I can't suture things, even though that should be a very basic thing for a doctor to do. Whatever, you know. Which Dr. Also, Montgomery's bad. Fair, fair. If the baby was large enough to be causing that kind of threat at six months, mm -hmm. yeah, no, just take her right to the hospital, man. Don't take <laughs> yeah. her home Here's first. Don't, you no, ma'am, you're not going to fucking Florida. This baby could kill you. Like, also... I'm going to recommend a cesarean section because that's why we do those. Here's the thing, but here's the thing though. Dr. Montgomery is like a bad uh, a bad doctor and Ben Harmon's a bad father, so it all works out, you know. 
It's I think matches. that Dr. Montgomery is just getting too greedy, and he wasn't <laughs> happy with having one corpse. He wanted two of them. So um, Ben is like, you got to stay with me, Vivian. You got to stay with me, Vivian. And Dr. Montgomery's like, is this a bad time to tell you that your wife died, Ben? <laughs> um, <laughs> You're gonna make it. You're gonna make no. it. No. Uh, hmm. So she died about six minutes back. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, like, I don't. You're gonna make it. Wait, who are we talking about? Oh, Vivian. No, no, no. She's dead. She's dead. <laughs> oh God. Sorry. No. I thought you, I thought you meant she, Violet. She's, she's not fine. making shit, bro. Yeah, I was like Violet will be fine. Oh no, she's dead too. Actually, never mind. Sorry, Ben. No, you're. No one's alive. <laughs> oh my God. And then um. All of the ghosts just disappear when Vivian dies for some fucking reason. They're like, all right, our job is done. Bye. Um, and then Vivian, or not Vivian, Violet physically runs upstairs to talk to Tate. Um, and Tate's in the fetal position on her bed for some reason. Um, and Violet's like, my mom died. And then Tate's like, sorry, I knew you were close. And that's a re- re- fucking bizarre thing to say. Um, because if anybody knows about yeah right Vivian and Violet's relationship it's Tate like he's been like actively perceiving it for a while now or or you know what even if we've forgotten that little plot point or maybe that's what he meant like sorry now you're gonna be seeing a lot more of her you know but like you know yeah because like it's almost like I know you guys are close but here's the good news Uh, did you forget you know Uh. now you're gonna be closer and then Violet decides that now is a good time to talk about the school shooting um, which feels like it should have been addressed earlier Um, because like that's the thing right is like if you know that someone did a school shooting even if they don't remember it like and if it's a problem you would bring it up like hey I know that you don't know that you did this um, but you did, and we need to address it. She doesn't. I guess, I I don't know, they assume a 17-year-old wouldn't have that emotional dexterity or something, um, <laughs> or maturity, but then Tate starts crying and asking why he would do that or why he would assault her mom, um, and then he starts going on this, like, blubbering tirade of, like, I was different then, um, which I have a note here to Evan Peters' credit. He does an incredible job in this scene of playing like a shitty fuckboy asshole getting caught in a lie by his girlfriend. Like he fucking <laughs> nails it. He hits like the nail in the head here. He does a great job. Um, that's not like what's happening here. Exactly. It kind of is like he's acting how like a shitty fuckboy would act if he got caught with like nudes of another woman on his phone. Um, yeah. Which he's doing a great job of acting that, but <laughs> what he's being caught at is pretending to not know that he's a shitty asshole ghost who did a lot of crimes. Did, did legitimately, like, sexually assault her mother. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's a little bit far gone for, but why would I do that? Also, I think, is the implication that he doesn't actually remember the school shooting stuff? Because it, like... It felt like he was just doing that for the sake of he knew if it got brought up, it would be very bad for him. But now they're trying to sell it as like, no, he actually doesn't remember, which like, does that make it better? I think that makes it worse. No, they like- have him like uh, they have him like acknowledge it in what I have listed as a Twilight fan fiction interaction <laughs> of him being like. I was different then. It was just darkness. I only had darkness inside of me, and you're my light, Violet. And when you came into my life, there was light for the first time. Again, I've heard these exact words from shitty fuckboys in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, like, straight out of an AO3 fan fiction. Um, so he's, like, acknowledging, like, no, he, he, I was just pretending that I didn't know, which makes everything 500 times worse. Um than it already is because it means that he knows he's been fully aware and he's um just a sociopath um (laughs) who is terrible and inflicts pain on everyone around him not because he's a sociopath just because he's a bad person um and then uh violet's like no that's actually the deal breaker um (laughs) all the other things you did up until now that was not the deal breaker this is the deal breaker and she banishes tate by just yelling go away uh many times just like yelling go away while he cries and it works um (laughs) he does uh get banished um so banishing works um and also ghosts can banish other ghosts i guess uh and also all you have to do is say go away 
Um, and that's as far as we know, uh, the reconciliation of the Tate plot line. Does that um, completely um, vaporize any and all fear of ghosts if the reaction of yelling fuck off um, <laughs> works sometimes? But not other times, but sometimes it does. I feel like that's a little bit I of would a, say no. a weakness to leave in your ghosts. Like, if I knew for a fact that I had like a 50-50 shot of a ghost attack, me just being like, fuck off, get out of here. <laughs> it would just be like, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, okay, so, like, yes and no, it would make me less scared, but also ghosts have the element of surprise. So a ghost could hypothetically get the jump on you and still fuck you up pretty bad, in my opinion. <laughs> if if they can interact with the physical world, which we have identified they can because many of them have killed people but in this season. But if they ever season. make the mistake of making themselves known, they risk being told to get out of here, you scam. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. they have to, like, age in 47 their way maybe, <laughs> everywhere. Maybe that's the whole Croatoan thing. It's like a misdirect. It's like, you know what I mean? Then you think, like, now nah, you wouldn't think to just tell them to go away after you heard the magic word, right? So, you know, boom. <laughs> A little psychological ghost warfare. I'm on to you. Oh, oh my God. Uh, so then we get um, a scene that would be a lot better if it had uh, any buildup whatsoever. God, there's um, a lot you could say about There are a lot of scenes that this could describe. Yeah, yeah, Tate, I think, might be done, which is wild. That might be the end of the Tate plotline is Violet going, you know what? I could forgive the hate crimes, <laughs> but this was too much. Bye. And then he's just like, okay, I'm out of the story now. <laughs> As he gets owned. Like, he literally gets corn cobbed, like, visually unseen. He starts getting, like, smaller and, like, quieter and then just disappears as he's, like, crying and turning into a corn cob. Um, and then... Um, Violet's like crying because she's very upset. Um, and then Vivian's ghost appears and is like holding her. Um, Vivian's very calm for just becoming a ghost. Um, she seems to have accepted it instantaneously. She's like, hey, I'm a ghost. That's sick. I'm not going to talk to my husband downstairs. I'm going to instead come see what my teenage daughter is doing as a ghost upstairs. Um, it's a it's like a 10 second scene um, where Vivian is just like holding Violet and it's like very well acted on uh, Connie Britton's part um, because Violet's like crying and she's like, I'm so sorry you lost your baby. Um, and then Vivian like pushes her hair out of her face and says, I didn't lose my baby and like holds Violet. And it's a very <laughs> touching scene, um, except for that it had no context and is completely unearned in every feasible way. Yeah. <laughs> this is some real like soft bank commercial shit yeah. where it's just like they injected like a 30 second, very emotional scene they wrote into the end of this and forgot like build up <laughs> yeah. at all I'm, they're like i can't wait to have her say i didn't lose my baby and then hug her teenage daughter after her daughter killed herself it's gonna be so sweet and so touching and then it's like oh but they didn't really interact before now <laughs> I, yeah and and vivian doesn't know violet's dead so there's that also wait <laughs> yeah wait do you just know is it just can ghosts so, just vibe no, check other because ghosts? violet didn't know she was dead no but there's like you know gaydar so it's like you know uh, with ghosts right dead dar or something yeah oh, okay. you know that's, yeah, yeah you just you just pick up on exactly stuff. Yeah. yeah and then yeah you just have to <laughs> just your ghostly habits like teleporting vanishing yeah. not being able to leave the house and the people who don't believe in ghosts the most turn out to be the most dead and you know how it's like all that stuff yeah exactly so love to see it uh, well god and that's the end of the episode. It's just like Tate's gone now, I guess. Uh, Vivian oh. died. Charles Montgomery's one corpse curse continues. I don't, I don't know if we should count our uh, characters out just yet, you know, but. I just want Tate gone, <laughs> no, man. I'm like, sorry. The thing is, like, Luke was pretty cool. And I remember, like, what, three or four episodes now when I hard read, like, oh, Luke's just gone forever now, huh? Yeah. And I'm still sad that I'm right. I, like, wish Luke didn't just unceremoniously leave mm -hmm. the entire show we all wish, we all wish that but <sighs> um he's sterile he couldn't be in the show everybody wants a baby oh that, as soon as the house heard he was sterile they're like well i've got no business yeah, with this fella anymore <laughs> <sighs> so next time the final episode of season one um 
I keep wanting to say rebirth because that's uh. the binding of Isaac expansion afterwards after they realized calling something afterbirth was maybe a bit much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <even> for Ed. <laughs> um, but no, unfortunately, it is afterbirth. So we're going to be checking that out next time. Be ready. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, till next time, gamers, when we find out what the fuck happens with this weird baby. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>